0: He said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. That's actually unhitched. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons, we're just happy you're here.
1: So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. Welcome, if you're new here, to She's All Batch. We have a new season, guys, of The Bachelorette, and we're so excited to get into it. Yeah,
0: welcome to our new listeners who are probably coming expecting a recap podcast, but... We are so much more than that. So you're going to be so much more. You're so yes. blessed that you've you've stumbled upon us.
1: We do do a little bit of a recap with every yeah. episode, but we also do other fun things like bachelor encounters, which is where you guys submit stories of seeing people from the show in the wild,
0: and we kind of talk about it and unpack those things. We also have a Bachelor news segment, which is what we call our creep segment. We creep on Bachelor Nation people on social media, kind of dig into the dirt that you're not really going to see on like peoplemagazine.com. It's kind of like the who's unfollowing who kind of stuff. Really good, really creepy, and really fun. Yeah, we literally consider ourselves
1: professional detectives now since starting this podcast. We find like who liked a comment of something that might be shady or what random liquor store in Spring Lake, New Jersey is Greg's secret girlfriend walking past pretending that she's not with him like stuff like that you know yeah
0: and then each episode we have an exclusive interview with a bachelor alum this week we have Evan Bass that's going to be at the end of the episode he spills the tea on his time in paradise getting engaged to Carly how their wedding came about and so much more so definitely stick around for that just a few announcements I guess before we get into the episode I know you guys are sick of our boring
1: little intro but um so guys this is the last time we're gonna talk about this before the day is actually here but bots fest 2022 so we've talked about this a lot on the podcast but stephanie and i are road tripping on this saturday july 16th all the way up to audrey's coffee shop which in case you guys don't know is a coffee shop that is owned by ashley and jared bachelor royalty and the whole coffee shop itself is like pretty bachelor themed they have bachelor themed drinks and they do watch parties and stuff so we're road tripping up there we want to see you guys there so definitely come meet us we'll be at audrey's around 2 p.m And we'll be staying there for a couple hours trying to bully Jared into an interview. (laughs) It's gonna be a good
0: time. And we're gonna try to call him Dawson Dimitri Brady's father and see if he gets offended or complimented.
1: I think he would be complimented because like it's just we're just stating the facts It's it's his
0: son's name. Like he should have thought twice about naming his son that if he was gonna get offended. If you wanna come please join us and we are really looking forward to meeting whoever wants to come out and we'll see you there. Also guys, we are up for a nomination for a couple podcast awards which being a new podcast
1: is so freaking exciting we are so honored and humbled but we need your guys help to secure the nomination so basically what you can do is go to www.podcastawards.com and once you get to that site you can create an account and we are up for a nomination for people's choice female-hosted podcast, and film and TV podcast categories. So do your thing, thoughts. If you love what you've been hearing here and want to find another way to support us, it takes two seconds and it really would mean the world to us. So that's www.podcastawards.com.
0: So we obviously had Rachel and Gabby's amazing premiere. I fucking loved it. We are going to recap that in a little bit. But first, we have to creep because... Every fucking thing happened this week in Bachelor Nation. Take out your suitcases because it's time to unpack. (laughs) So we will do our recap, but scroll ahead a little bit if you wanna get to that. We have some dirty laundry to air out first. Yes. I literally don't even know where to start because every single story is that juicy. So we're, I'm just gonna, you know, dip my hand in the bucket and pull out one. Oh, look, it's Katie choosing violence on everyone in Bachelor Nation. Katie recently went on a live and someone screen recorded it. And on the live, she said that she has Nick Vial blocked from her phone. I'm going to just play the audio so you guys are up to speed on what exactly she said. But Nick and Natalie have responded since, so it gets good. Oh, I'm very excited to hear this. The TikTok that got the screen grab is stop wearing my clothes pod. And here is what Katie said. Does Nick Vial not like you? <laughs> Nick Vial is blocked from my phone. There's some tea for you.
1: Um, I don't know, Nick is just... I don't know what to say about him, to be honest. Nick is Nick. I honestly kind of forget he's, <laughs> that he exists. Because he's literally, like, I just don't care about his shit. But I get DMs sometimes, they're like, oh my god, Nick won't stop talking shit about you. And I'm, I messaged him one time, I was like, Hey, just letting you know, like, people are finding the things you're saying kind of odd. And then, in short, he basically... Reverse uno'd it, and was like... How great that you have fans that really care about you. And, and okay, and and what did Nick respond? Because I want to see how he responded before I share my thoughts.
0: When you hear that, though, are you not surprised at all that he uno reverse carved her and tried to manipulate her into thinking something else? Like, he's probably like, did I talk shit about you? Yeah. Does it matter? No. <laughs> Do you have fans? Sure. No, Listen are your fans.
1: For sure. But I want to know how he responded because I think the way he responded... If it's me, like, I don't know. I just think it's going to affect how I feel about the situation.
0: Okay, so basically, Nick lets Natalie, his Mm -hmm. child bride girlfriend, do the talking for him, basically, uh, on his podcast. She seems heated about the fact that this clip went around and people are sharing it. Mm -hmm. And she seems to think that the reason why Nick is blocked on her phone is because Katie can't stop herself from texting things she may regret later.
2: Oh, okay, wait is
0: tell me more tell me more
2: that the only like Nick has only ever tried to help her and give her advice which she's never taken and so i am just confused as to why she felt the need to air that she has Nick's block. is it because she is trying to protect herself from texting nick things she shouldn't be saying ooh Nick do you want to read the, uh, you want to read the text thing does he read the text <laughs>
0: Yes, but at this point, hold on, I know we're all itching to find out what the text actually said, but at this point, I thought it meant that she was, like, drunk DMing him, and I was like, did Katie slide into Nick's Yeah, DMs I mean, that's kind of him. what it sounds like. That's what she's very much implying, number one. Number two, she's like, Nick only ever tried to give her advice. Maybe people don't want your unsolicited advice, Nick. That, yeah, that's true. Maybe
2: we don't need your manslaining. Okay. Why? I think you should read the text, because I think it gives clarity to her first question on this q a where she's asked about what was the first one Blake, i think the question was did you know you were picking blake before quote the fight with greg is that what you're talking about yes yeah and she said nope i know y'all have opinions on the front runners but i had three strong connections for various reasons as the guys all offered something different i originally thought the clarity with little sparkly things would come after overnight's lie (laughs) <laughs> the lie detector that in. is a lie that was a lie
0: survey <laughs> <laughs> says that was a lie according to Natalie
2: babe I think you should read the text read the I text. think she's platforming a lie and I think we need to show the truth well o- only because it was the last text she ever sent me before apparently she blocked me <laughs> which the whole conversation started because I, I tweeted something about an upcoming episode of hers, and she texts me
0: "best TV?" question mark Boo, laughing emoji face. And then I gave my thoughts on the uh, quick thoughts on the episode.
2: Which she's very nice. But the text that uh, Nally is referring to was. Get me to read it. Sure. All of our okay. faces. Hit. Yeah, we're all like. Ooh. The thing is, I know <laughs> what the text is, and I still want to hear it. I want to hear it again. Katie says. Ultimately, my opinion on Greg doesn't matter. I knew before he left, he wasn't the one. It was hard watching it back and always giving him validation only for him to leave the way he did. But I knew even then that there was zero chance him and I would have worked in the real world. And then I wrote, well, it's good that you have clarity. As long as you're happy, that's what matters. And she hearted that message. So all I'm saying is she obviously, from this text, knew that it wasn't going to be Greg. And then she went to AFR and pointed fingers at Greg and called him an actor and that this was the biggest performance of his life and Oscar whatever, when she was the one obviously acting the entire time.
1: I have so... Many thoughts. I don't even know where to start. I I know, and I feel like but I feel like they're going to be unpopular. I I feel like my head is spinning. I that was a lot. That was a lot. That was a lot. Why does Katie saying to Nick that she knew her and Greg wouldn't work in the real world somehow redeem Nick for the fact that she blocked him? I have
0: no clue. I actually
1: right? agree with Right? Like, there. don't those things feel, like, not relevant?
2: Like, uh, like yeah, I, well, I thought this
1: was going to be some vindita- vindicating text of Katie saying something, like, crazy to Nick. That's not really, like, that crazy. If that's how she felt, yeah. that's how she felt. Like, I don't know. Hi, guys. This is Jackie from the editing booth now. As I'm, like, re-listening to this whole situation and I've had time to marinate on it a little bit, I want to point out one thing that I think is important here... When Nick and Natalie are explaining the situation and Natalie's reading that text from Katie, at no point do we ever hear... Well, first off, Nick said the reason Katie even texted him was because he tweeted something about Katie's show. Does not read the tweet. We don't know what he said or which tweet he's referring to. And then he says that she responded to that tweet and texted him. And then he says, and then I wrote some thoughts I had about the show, it does not say what exactly he wrote. And then we read the text about Katie saying that she had known that maybe it wouldn't work out with Greg in the real world and had clarity on that. But we don't know what Nick said before that. So like for all we know, he could have been a huge dick. Like I just, the fact that he's only reading this one totally out of context message from Katie and not giving the fuller context of what he said and what he followed up with after she had texted him is shady to me. Okay, anyway, back to the recorded section of the podcast.
0: And I don't really get how Natalie is making this connection that she blocked Nick because she can't control herself from saying things like that to Nick. But what she said wasn't like... she's She very much implied in the beginning, like, you can't control yourself you're sending him, like, flirty DMs that you don't mean to send. Yeah. And then that's not really what happened. Or just things happened. that were,
1: like, maybe, like, huge bombshell production secrets that, like, obviously you wouldn't she want in say, writing. Yeah. But something like that, to me, doesn't really seem that bombshell-ish. Especially because, like, I don't know, giving Katie a little bit of grace here, I'm sure the whole process is such... It, I mean, I'm not even sure. I know. The process is such a mind fuck. You're being so manipulated the whole time. She could have, at one point, really thought maybe Greg's like not the guy for me but also then like in another moment been like really hurt by the way things ended and thought maybe it could have been him like god forbid she didn't have like perfect clarity on all of her guys at all times Mm -hmm. you know like I don't see why this is a problem for her to say that that she was like eh, maybe I thought we wouldn't really work in the real world it wasn't him but she could still be upset about how he acted like the whole situation was messy I'm not taking sides of the Greg and Katie of it all but like How does this redeem Nick in the sense that Katie was like, I fucking blocked him? Because like you said, maybe people just don't want his advice. I don't know. This whole thing makes no sense to me.
0: This is very Nick, though. The only thing in his head that he can decipher, like, why someone blocked him was like, oh, well, it's it's your fault. You did something to text me and that's why you blocked me. It's not, she said that. She had fans that would write her and say, Nick's talking shit about you, and she even yeah. confronted him about it, and then he uno reverse carded her. like Right, as that, opposed no. to
1: taking any accountability whatsoever. Right. And, and, and I think there's a way to politely take accountability of being like, hey, yeah, like, you know, I do this podcast, you know, I'm, try- I had my I'm fair trying share to be of things about her. Of the show, yeah. blah, 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 but, like, nothing against you personally. Like, we're just trying to, like, have a podcast here. Not yeah. just being like, how lucky are you that you have fans that care about you Listen to... How
0: lucky are you that your fans listen to the Vial files? They have great content in their lives. The lack of accountability is bizarre and Natalie is very, like, headstrong about that. That's why Katie hasn't blocked. Like, okay, girl.
1: Uh, Yeah, like, for some reason I don't think that's the reason.
0: I think she has him blocked because she thinks he's a douchebag. I think that's really not that complicated.
1: And I'm trying to remember what Nick was really saying about Katie throughout her season. I'm sure it just like was unpopular. I I think he was pretty pro-Greg, honestly, because he had had Greg on his podcast like a week or two after the show ended for like as Greg's like first podcast that he's doing, like finally going out there to defend himself. Mm. So, but I don't remember exactly what he was saying.
0: In the messages that Nick reads, though, when Katie writes him and says like best TV ever, boo! I think that means that maybe he said something about Katie and Greg's fight was mm-hmm. some of the best TV ever, and uh, that was hurtful to her because she's like, hey, like this is my life. You're you're supposed to, I guess, be my friend in some way. Right. And why would you say that's best TV ever, even though to a viewer that was some of the best that TV was ever, TV. Sure. and Nick was just probably talking like a viewer, Nick went on her fucking season and helped with a stupid group date. Like, she was probably like, why are you, like... I forgot about
1: that, lol. It was yeah, pointless. I guess, like, should we just put a pin in this and see if anything ever unfolds? But I, I, I my final conclusion is I'm not really sure what if what Natalie presented here is justification for... Nick to put the blame yeah. on Katie for blocking him.
0: They did not prove their case. I yeah. think um, I would say that Katie is not guilty.
1: Not guilty. Innocent until proven guilty, and she was not proven guilty. The jury can exit stage left. Yes. Thank I you. don't know any
0: other like, jury. Court judge.
1: adjourned. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Send her the dancing lobsters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how every court case should end.
0: But Katie didn't stop at Nick. Mm-hmm. No, she took down all of that. She was having Nation. a
1: moment this weekend mm-hmm. out for
0: blood. Woke up and chose violence, Katie, that girl. Mm -hmm. So she uh, did another Q&A on Instagram, and people were asking about all of her exes from the show. Let's break them all down. With our favorite, Greggy. Sad boy Greg. Wet blanket energy king himself. Mm -hmm. It says, Grippo T, go. And
1: then it's literally just a picture of Katie in a hot tub, a bubble bath. I don't know. There's lots of bubbles. Um, And it says, I'm close with his ex. That's it.
0: Now, I don't know if the girl, she's in the tub with another girl blowing bubbles, and I don't know if that's his ex. It's not Clem, so I don't know who this is, but Greg posted on his Instagram story shortly after, like, a picture of his coffee, like, a mm-hmm. regular irrelevant picture, yeah. and he just wrote, lol what, dot, 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 because he's probably like, why are you talking about me?
1: Also, like, that's not tea about Greg at all, your
0: friends <laughs> yeah, with whether, you whether you're friends with tea? his
1: ex or not friends with his
0: ex, like, who cares? That has nothing to do with Greg. Yeah. That's like, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. Like, cool. What does that have to do with anything?
1: Right. That was not T. Um, so I yeah. will say something that is T is the Michael A one. So someone asked an Michael T, a.k.a. T emoji. And she goes, one of my close friends kissed him while my season was still airing. And while, yes, I was engaged, this felt like a too soon moment for me.
0: I think that's ridiculous, and I think that further proves that you are not ready to get engaged well, on yeah. this show. If you think it's too soon for someone that you broke up with several people ago, or anyone rather, also
1: someone that you didn't date in the real world, you dated yeah. on a TV you dated show. In a you fake probably world. spent maybe twelve hours with him in yeah. your whole life. I have, it's yeah. unfortunate. I thought that was. I just think it's unfortunate the way Katie rushed into this relationship with like because it's just you're so right it's so clear that like she was not ready yeah but then this one I think is the biggest one though so John Hershey I guess got wind of the fact that Katie was spilling all this tea about her exes so he posted on his insta stories with a picture of like a grim reaper knocking on doors and he tagged each door As a specific person. So there's a door for Greg. There's a door for Andrew. There's a door for Michael A. And then the Grim Reaper's knocking on another door. And he goes, I call this one. Katie Thurston woke up today and chose violence. He tagged her. And he goes, poof, no, I'm not nervous. Dot, 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 dot. Nervous emoji face. In my interpretation of that was him being like, oh no, like what's she gonna say about me? Winter is coming. Yes, winter is literally coming. Katie then reposted that exact photo, like reposted John Hershey's story, writing and tagging him. John Hershey dumped me on the door and posted it.
0: And I feel like a lot of people were shook by that. You seem like you were very shook by that, but I, I was. don't get why that one of them had to dump the other. It was a 50-50 shot. It was either John or Katie who pulled the plug. So like I don't really get why people were that shocked. Was it was it the shock value of her admitting it? Or no, that John did it?
1: I think the shock value for me was kind of seeing that maybe there is more to this story and they're not on the best of terms because my interpretation of their breakup, especially because they had hung out as friends thus far, was that, you know, maybe they were really good friends before we know that Mm -hmm. they dated. It didn't work out. That happens. But now they're back to kind of still being close friends, figuring it out. And, you know, whatever happens. But this, to me, just feels very shady. So I'm like... It feels messy now. It feels very messy. So now I'm like, oh, what actually happened here? Is there bad blood? I feel that there's more to the story that we don't know. That's kind of why Mm -hmm. I was shook by it.
0: All right. So moving on, Nate went from being the president of the Michelle Young fan club to they don't even follow each other anymore. And people are saying Michelle actually has Nate blocked now because all of... His old tags that used to be on her photos are no longer there.
1: This makes sense to me, considering so also too, there has been rumors of Nate being seen with Deandra. and I only saw one picture that a fan posted of Nate and Deandra together at a bar. But to me, it honestly looks kind of like damning evidence because, their legs are touching. I know I know that sounds crazy to say when I say it out loud to be like, oh, well, like, their legs were touching, so there must be something going on. But I don't know. I've just never, like, sat next to a guy friend of mine that was platonic and had our legs touch. Do you agree
0: or disagree? Um. I, yeah, I, I don't think that you're just touching people's legs for fun, I, I think there's something to that. They were probably being like you just slurty. seem very Why? comfortable with I mean, each he, other if you're going to do that. And, like, since when are they friends? Have they been friends prior? And he is a single man, so I think people are defending him, it's like, well, what is he supposed to do? He's single. But it's kind of like a too soon thing. But, you know, he is single. So do we really...
1: Well, I just think, though, this is all happening very soon. It's leading me to believe that something maybe happened when he wasn't single. Hence the harsh blocking
0: right like what's the blocking coming from so bachelor rabbit hole uh, michelle apparently wrote that instagram page and said hi um i just wanted to let you know i'm unfollowing you i know sometimes unfollows could be taken as a negative thing i wanted to let you know like i'm not doing anything personal it's just i need to take a step back from the bachelor world and basically protect her peace so she told the page like i'm unfollowing you but like i'll be back it's nothing personal Because I think that page posted the photo of Nate and Deandra, So I think it probably popped up on Michelle's Instagram page. And she's like, well, I don't want to see this anymore. So she had to unfollow. My question is, well, one, Michelle is like a saint for even fucking writing them and saying that. That's really nice. nice of her. But two, taking a step back from the Bachelor world, girl, you were the host of Bachelor Happy Hour. Like, how much longer is that going to be? I think her time is is very limited there.
1: Yes and no, though, because she quit teaching to kind of low-key become a full-time influencer. So now that she's kind of gotten to this point where, like, her whole full-time job is influencing and Bachelor stuff, how removed can she really
0: make herself? She's the host of a Bachelor podcast. She could be an influencer and not be the host of a Bachelor podcast. True. She's also... Like Michelle Young, I feel like a lot of, she's a lot of opportunity and I'm sure people will, will want to work with her. I could see yeah, her being like I a guess. host of something or something on TV or modeling or, you know, I feel like there's a lot she could do. How can you be the host of The Bachelor podcast when one of the main stories going on right now is your own breakup and you want to distance yourself from it?
1: Has she been hosting the podcast every week or has she been taking a break from it?
0: Shall we check? Yes. Yeah. So she, they just released an episode on Tuesday and she is hosting it with Becca and she also hosted the July So I don't episode. get that then.
1: So she's back. Or maybe they're just being like a horrible podcast and not covering <laughs> the biggest story in
0: Bachelor Nation, which is Michelle's breakup, which obviously like would not surprise me. What if Nate ends up... Starting to date DeAndra and it becomes, like, some major news story. You got, you're you not going to talk about it because you want to protect your peace, which I understand wanting to protect your peace, but maybe you shouldn't be hosting a podcast that should be talking yeah. about those things then. True. <laughs> Just, you know, some advice. Anyway, um, so last episode because we took a week off for july 4th but last episode we were talking about like what happened to the money that abc gifted michelle and nate and we finally have an answer i know a lot of people may know this by now but i feel like it is our duty to report that here it is our duty and i have thoughts on it too um because i'm
1: like do we have an answer the answer given was a little wishy-washy
2: you know that that was money that was gifted to both of us um and i think that's something that you know is going to be decided how that's going to be utilized going forward. Um, For me personally, you know, I haven't officially decided, but I, I, you know, kind of have started putting some different things in place to give back, you know, to, to build an organization or, you know, just promote the change that I've been talking about, um, you know,
0: Okay, Michelle is literally angel on earth Michelle Young. I She is such a fucking gem. Love that she wants to give the money back in some way. I do think this... Wait, that's your interpretation of yeah. this? Yeah, well, I do... I literally thought this sounded like
1: in the Amber Heard trial when <laughs> they were like, what happened to the settlement money? And she's like, well, I plan to donate it to whatever. And they're like, okay, but like literally where is the money right now? Yeah, but like I plan to... Like I really thought that was like a very wishy-washy non-answer. Because basically the answer is she still has it. It's sitting in her bank account.
0: In that sense, I totally hear the Amber Heard thing because she isn't, she's kind of like dancing around the answer a little bit. Right, like the answer literally is it's sitting in my bank account,
1: period. And like, maybe I'll donate it to a charity. Maybe I'll start my own company charity thing. Maybe I won't.
0: Yeah, but I do like that she gave us an answer that they paid it because the answer could have been, we haven't gotten it. So at least we know True. that. Because we I know the money exists. That they yeah, but I still think it's in a bag under her bed. It could be. I mean,
1: she didn't say it wasn't. So she didn't say it was like in a bank account. It could just be literally sitting there. And it seems like she's going to split it with Nate. Well, I was about to ask you, do you think Nate has any of it? Like, is this all sitting in Michelle Young's house? I was about to say bank account, but we already established it's under her bed. Um, I don't think Nate has any of it. I think Michelle is a very... Nice person.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. think she's going to be withholding the money. I think they probably split it and she's trying to do the right thing because she seems like a very respectable person and respectful person and i don't yeah I, I think she's gonna split it whether or not she ends up you know whatever she ends up doing with it yeah uh, I, think and, and I half of it will go to him and i just want to say too like obviously
1: no judgment if she doesn't want to spend it on a charity like if i got that money i'd be like okay great amazing like go off me but um <laughs> i wonder if people will like follow up to see like i wonder if this will be the end of it like she answered it and we're done or if people will be like okay but like six months later where's the charity you know,
0: Well, where's like Amber Heard's
1: charity <laughs> or whatever she did? Um, no one knows. I think probably exactly. she didn't do it, right? Like that was the whole thing. She said she was going to, but yeah. never did. So
0: we'll see. Yeah. Moving on. So Katie Thurston isn't the only one just haphazardly spilling bachelor tea for fun. Becca Martinez, a.k.a. Baby Becca from Ari's Season, has been going on like a TikTok tour. And... So much so, she actually had to delete a TikTok because she got in trouble by ABC because she spilled too much, but don't worry, I have the TikTok. <laughs> I screen recorded it obviously. Thank you, thank you. This is one of many. She's got she's gone into a lot, but let's Just play this one. The one that had to get deleted is probably the best one. So let's, let's play that. You're on The Bachelor, they take your phone, they take your credit cards, they take your passport, ID, everything. When you're at the airport, you can't even go like to the bathroom without a producer chaperoning you. So according to Crystal, when she said she wanted to go home, they were like, how? How are you gonna get in contact with anyone? How are you gonna buy a plane ticket? You don't have your cards, you don't have your ID. And I 100% believe her. I don't know if you remember Colton's infamous fence jump on his season, but he went on NPR and basically said the same thing. He said that he wanted to leave, that he was done, and producers said they weren't gonna give him his phone back, his cards back, and that's why he just bolted. He just started running with like no plan. It's, it's fucking wild. I mean, I 100% believe this. So do I, and this is Becca basically saying that ABC can hold you against your will, and that Crystal, the villain from Ari's season specifically, was held <laughs> against her will. I mean, that's 100%. They have all of your your passport, your ID, your money, your credit card. Like, how are you going to leave? You can't leave.
1: Well, and the irony of the situation is the fact that, like, ABC made her take this down because, you know, it was breaching her contract, whatever. But, like, in making her take it down, they're basically confirming that what she's saying is 100% true. It's like, if you wanted there to be any plausible deniability, they should have just, like, left it up and been like, that's crazy, but the fact that they took action and was like,
0: hey, you <laughs> need to take this down means it's true, basically. Right, and like, why not make me take it down? Because I screen recorded it and shared it on my She's All Batch TikTok, so come <laughs> after me, Mike Fleiss. Doubling down, though, Jillian uh, Anderson, who is our original podcast guest yeah, on she's episode one. She's a FOTS. She, um saw the post that I shared, and she ha- she confirmed that that's 100% true. So, this is what she said in response to the Becca video. She writes, Yep, they didn't feed me. They had my cell, my wallet, my passport. They didn't feed me or anything until I dressed up and did what they said. I was babysat the entire time after Bachelor in Paradise. They tapped my phone in my room, told me they'd make sure I'd never get a job in the media if I didn't perform. I would get sued, etc. I'm pretty sure this crap is illegal, and a few of us together could do something. And then she was asking about who Becca is because she doesn't remember her.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, Julian has tea. I actually would love for her to come back because yeah. she, she's she been following uh, she's been following me on Instagram since she's come on the show and like every week when I share a promo, she's like, yep, this producer's a dick. Yeah, this person said this and I'm like, girl, you have so much more information. Like, yeah, we, we need to know. Too.
1: It's just like, it's mind-blowing to me that this is still going on with how many people have not only been through the show process and been traumatized by it and now that they're speaking out about it, like we all know know that this is a thing that's happening why aren't cast members able to like band together and form some like why is there no reality tv union or something like I feel like there should be some group of people taking action to be like you can't treat people like this even though they're not paid actors like you're you, you're
0: exploiting them to make a show like why is this still allowed to be okay because i think the the contract is 5000 pages thick and, and they no cover one reads it <laughs> they asses. just sign it yeah and they have like the greatest lawyers in the world probably making this contract to ensure that they cannot get in trouble for this shit. I mean, they didn't feed her until she did what she wanted and they threatened her and say, you're not going to get a job in the media. Like, I don't put that past them for a second. No, I know. I'm just like, how are they
1: not... Like, I understand them putting together legal documents to protect their asses, but I'm like, this should be something amongst like all reality TV. Like, if you want to produce something like this, there needs to be like a set of ground rules. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I mean, I believe it. And I feel like everything we've heard from people about... Crystal per se, who have like either been on her season and stuff, have always said like, "Yeah, she was like a girl in a, like a bad situation." Um, I know Kendall said that she was like, "Oh, you know, I think Crystal like is someone who needs her routine and all that was taken from her." And like, you know, you can only push someone so far before they kind of snap, and that's definitely what happened here.
0: Totally. So I mean, I'm here for this. I oh, I also the, I think the top comment on Becca's video was me saying like, "Becca, come on, she's all batch podcast. We're waiting for you," and like. All these people liked it, it was because it was the top comment. Yeah. And I'm like, I know she saw it. Because it was the top comment, I know she saw it. Like there's no way you didn't see it. So where is she? Becca, come on. I guess it's like it's kind of like Katie though, she can get her own clout. Like she's getting a lot of it's I'm sure it's really fun to spill all this tea on your own TikTok and get all these people listening and interested. And, and well, especially because Becca has a very successful podcast as well, too. So like if she's gonna
1: spill the tea, it's gonna be on her own podcast. First. But but can she spill the tea on ours second, at least? Yes. That's on the agenda. Okay. Perfect.
0: And moving on. We've told you guys how much we love BetterHelp.com because it's mental health care that's so easy and accessible for everyone. And I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't have my own personal struggles and I've actually turned to BetterHelp during my time of need. So... A few months ago I was struggling with anxiety, I tried BetterHelp, and I really loved how convenient it was to have therapy in the comfort of my own home. You guys know I'm a mom, I have a toddler running around, I don't necessarily have Hours at length to go to a therapist in an office. So, BetterHelp was super convenient and I truly loved my experience with them.
1: Yes, so BetterHelp is an online therapy service which offers professional, affordable, and discreet therapy. So, you can get started with just a click of a button. I think we've mentioned in the past one of the biggest deterrents from people who want to try therapy is that it's so hard to find a therapist. But BetterHelp takes all of that legwork out for you. After you sign up, BetterHelp will match you with an available therapist who fits your objectives and preferences and the types of issues that you're dealing with and you want to work on. So help is literally just a click away. And if you're struggling right now and think you'll never be able to find the help you need, we strongly encourage you guys to definitely check out BetterHelp. We've both tried it and can vouch. It's super easy to do and very effective.
0: So visit betterhelp.com and join over 2 million people, including us, who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for She's All Batch listeners. Get 10% off your first entire month at betterhelp.com allbatch. That's betterhel dot com A-L-L-B-A-C-H. Start feeling better today. Okay, we told you guys how much we love Apostrophe, and if you haven't checked them out yet, it's time to change that. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. And you can do all of this without ever leaving the comfort of your own home. So at Apostrophe, an expert dermatology team will create a personalized treatment plan
1: that is perfectly tailored for your unique skin. So you fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history, and then you snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. It's so cool, guys. You need to check this out.
0: And I literally just got back from a week-long vacation at the beach in North Carolina and I use their sunscreen every single day on my face. It's so light and it doesn't clog my pores. I can wear it under my makeup and I am obsessed feeling like my skin is being protected while also not feeling that greasy feeling that other face sunscreens sometimes have. You feel me? Oh, I totally feel you.
1: I have literally been wearing sunscreen every single day of my life since I was like 20, 21, I. Absolutely love skincare. Apostrophe also treats all different types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even chest knee, back knee, butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe, and if you want to treat acne, reduce dark spots, or improve your skin texture, we strongly
0: recommend Apostrophe. And because we love you guys, we have a special deal for She's All Batch listeners. You can save $15 off your first visit at apostrophe.com slash she's all batch. Use our code, she's all batch. This code is only available to the FOTS. So make sure you check out apostrophe.com slash she's all batch. Be sure to use our code, she's all batch at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Jackie, I, I think it's about time you meet me in the recap room. Can you come over here and meet me in the recap room? Yes, I can meet you in the recap room, but like, are we sure we're not still
1: in Clayton's corner? Like,
0: it feels a bit like Clayton's corner. It
1: does feel eerily like Clayton's corner, why was this whole episode talking about Clayton? Obviously, we will get to it, but let's recap. No,
0: let's get to it now. I mean, I think this that was one of the biggest talking points of the episode. Susie actually fired back on mm-hmm. TikTok about it. She was not so happy about it. Katie Thurston spoke out and said she was really disappointed. I just don't get how ABC went from saying that they were not going to condone bullying this season recently on Instagram and then literally, like, have a barbershop quartet singing about how much Clayton sucks.
1: Um. Yeah, it was honestly painful to watch because I feel bad. Like, this is time for Rachel and Gabby to shine and ABC's still in fucking Clayton's corner,
0: you know? Yeah, it, we gotta get out of the corner. They they do this each season. I mean, there's always some reference to the previous season. Like, remember Becca's? Yeah, that, All but talked that, about that was Ari.
1: equally painful. Like, get yeah.
0: over it. I think there could have been a reference to him without there being people calling him a clown. The guy literally dressed up as a clown. They were literally singing songs about how much he sucked. Like, it could have been, like, Clayton's loss. Oh, Clayton, you know, oh, well, he missed out on two great girls. Like, you could have referenced... Clayton without bashing him and I just think ABC's message paired with Clayton speaking out about his mental health it was like too much
1: way too much I totally agree speaking of the choir now that you brought it up (laughs) um what do you think the auditions were like for this role because not only were they (laughs) a a mean choir saying Clayton sucks they (laughs) literally were bad at singing there was no harmonies I literally was like are these the producers fucking kids that they just probably out of their homes cause I was about to say pulled out of school but like it's nighttime they're not in school who are these kids they clearly are not actual singers
0: where do they find they're them? probably the kids that like made Clayton cry on Michelle season remember the kids <laughs> reprising that, like, him their role
1: as children on The Bachelor
0: I feel like the biggest question that people had going into the season was how is this going to work mm-hmm. and I love that like walking doofus Jesse the host who I love but like he's such a like why are you there he walks in and he goes so how's this gonna work, girls? Like, I was
1: thinking to myself so many times, dude, like how do you like how do you not know? Like we're asking you. You're the fucking host of the show. You guys didn't figure yeah. out how it was gonna work.
0: Yeah, and like I like him and I, I think he's a good host, but like he, even on Clayton's season, he kind of played that, like, oh, I don't know, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, he has yeah. nothing to contribute to anything, so why are you there?
1: Um, Amazing point.
0: Obviously, they, they know how it's going to work. But,
1: like, do they?
0: But they're making it seem like they don't.
1: I, well, it does seem like Gabby and Rachel do have, like, a say in how they want to do this like i don't think it was necessarily their plan on night one to not have a rose ceremony but that was kind of like gabby and rachel's choice i know that's kind of jumping all the way to the end but like i really do think that was their genuine decision i think they were like no we didn't get to talk to everyone we wanted to we want to give everyone a fair
0: chance sure and you want to know what i actually have a point about that something Mm -hmm. i liked about that was that they didn't build that up to be a massive scene because in chris harrison error that would have been a commercial prior to that scene and it would have been like are you sure you want to do this? This is something no one's ever done before. They've never done that. And they could have built this up to be like, what did they do? It's a historical uh, rose ceremony. Gabby and Rachel are changing the rules. Instead, it was just kind of like, oh, we just want to do it this way. And it was very nonchalant. Which was warranted because it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was different, so it was cool. I liked it. It was like a, a breath of fresh air. What were your thoughts though when they pulled the twins and the magician at first? <laughs> My original thoughts were, huh, group breakup. I thought we had a problem with this last season. That's tea. Yeah, they, you know <laughs> it, that is tea. Um,
1: <laughs> but uh, okay. So in their defense though, they only had known these guys for like a few hours. Sure, it wasn't like as sure. deep it's a it's not a real breakup Clayton had with them.
0: Yeah, but I thought it was a little weird to pull three guys out. I'm I'm so sad that Robie's leaving because... Oh my one, god, I was going to say wanted, the
1: same thing. And I thought you were going to just I want to say some me. magic.
0: Same. I fucking
1: love magic. And we don't get any more tricks. Wait, speaking of the magic though, did you pick up on this that when Rachel gave... T- Uh, Tino the first impression rose so they have the shot of her going into the room to get the rose there's a bunch of guys sitting there then she goes to another room where Tino is sitting with a bunch of other guys Roby the magician is in both rooms he's literally a real magician I know doing real magic
0: maybe Roby will come back next episode because he's probably gonna pull a rose out of a hat and be like I'm still here like you didn't send me home so I have hope that Roby will come back I actually was calling him Justin Robbie, because I thought that's how you pronounced his name. Because I thought he looked like Justin Bobby a little bit with the shaggy hair.
2: Really?
1: I I did not see that, but I'll take another glance when he comes back for the next episode magically.
0: Standout scenes for you. One of my favorite scenes was when the girls sat down with the twins Mm -hmm. because Gabby cannot hide the fact that she's not interested in someone. Like it reads on her face so. I know. She's so good for
1: TV. Like all of her expressions are so clear. So
0: they're like, Like, oh, so tell us about yourselves. And they're like, oh, we're so different. We have totally different energy. And it turns out they literally have, like, no differences whatsoever. They are, like, identical twins. I compared them to the Olsen twins in a meme. And then they're, like, Gabby didn't know what to ask anymore. So she's like, can you guys, like, read each other's minds? And they say, one of them was like, I spotted the twin on the other side of campus. Like, oh, wow, you could tell that it was your brother from really far away. That's not that crazy. And he goes, do you guys ever experience things like that? And they're like, I mean, we didn't share a womb together. Yeah, we were just like we're, the Bachelorette. We're not
1: twins, contrary to popular yeah. belief.
0: We just met six months ago. Couldn't they have gotten like a little more dynamic, interesting people? You I would like think out so of all boring. the twins in the
1: world, maybe they could find like, <laughs> some more
0: interesting ones
1: yeah what other scenes stood out to you I thought it was funny when um in the well first off in the very beginning lol Rachel flies herself to LA I mean obviously (laughs) she's a pilot makes sense but I just thought that was a funny little tidbit um flex when Gabby and Rachel sit down and start talking about like oh my god we're the bachelorettes it's crazy like what kind of guys are you into what's your type first off They're best friends. They're your best friends. Right, they're best friends. They literally (laughs) don't even know each other's types. But then when Gabby was going around being like, yeah, I've dated a bunch of everything, like the short kings, tall ones, blah, 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 blah. Which of those descriptions do you think were Dean slash Blake? Because we know Gabby used to date (sighs) Dean in college and then like kind of dated Blake casually for like a month or two. Well, they're not short kings. Neither of them are short kings.
0: She said she dated dumb ones. Maybe that's Dean. I, I thought that. and I was like, ooh, are you describing Blake or Dean at this point? But I wasn't sure who she was saying. I loved how, like, real she was. Like, she is... I know everyone loved her on Clayton's season. I feel like I'm seeing her a lot more now that she's the lead. And... I fucking love Gabby. Like yeah. the when she was ta- talking to that guy, I, I don't remember which one it was, but when she's like, um, "I have hair hair extensions," you can't tell because boys are dumb. I'm yeah. like, I fucking love you.
1: She's so funny. She had so many cute little lines. Like she, when she was talking to uh, again, I don't remember the names. I also I hate night one, and I don't like learning all the names of the people because half of them were not even gonna like have to know. But she was talking to one guy and he was like, oh, the Boston guy, I think. Yeah. He was writing something out like trying to teach her Boston lingo or language even though it's just the accent and he's like hello sir something 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 and she was like oh who says sir like are you in the 1800s <laughs> like what the yeah. hell she just has so yeah. many cute little lines like that
0: gabby could be a thoughts i feel like she would fit in yeah quite she, she's a
1: girl that definitely gets it i will say though i think she came off as like kind of nervous this first episode i think she'll definitely like loosen up but i fa- i felt like we saw rachel making way more connections than we saw gabby making connections last night
0: yeah I do think that's a, like a personality thing, I Could think, be, yeah, yeah I mean Gabby is definitely more of the Caitlyn, and I feel like Rachel's a little bit more of the Brit, mm-hmm. so it's it's funny that they're like kind of filling those roles a little bit, yeah, um I think the most iconic line of the entire night was he said he hasn't had sex in a year and a half, and I was like, well, that makes one of us like yeah, literally live for everything Gabby says. I really hope this continues. Throughout, I think it will. Who do you think? There's some obvious front runners. Yes, I'm. I love that Tino gave the stairs a second chance right. for Rachel. We
1: are reclaiming the stairs for mm-hmm. a better purpose than for crying about Clayton. Um, I told Yeah, I liked that too. Obviously, Tino's a big front runner. What do you think of Erich, aka Eric with an H? I feel like they're kind of setting him up to maybe get a villain edit.
0: So I I think he has big dick energy, but I also think he has lax bro energy. And he seems, yeah, like he's very cocky and he talks like Bradley Cooper. Guys, go like <laughs> YouTube Bradley Cooper monologues. Like he talks exactly like him. And I feel like, I don't know when he was when he didn't get the first impression rose and then he was like acting like he was disappointed and that he thought it was going to be him he seemed a little too confident no
1: especially because like he had made a connection with both Gabby and Rachel but when he was talking about not getting the first impression rose it was unclear to me whether who he yeah wa- which one wanted the pr- first impression rose right like did you make a good connection with Rachel or Gabby but it seemed like he didn't care which one was giving it to him it was just like he wanted the rose because that is like a step in this process, more or less. I don't, yeah. there's something about him I don't trust.
0: Uh, same. And anyone that spells their name Erich shouldn't be that cocky.
1: For sure. I That's totally all I'll say about that. I agree. He is from New Jersey, though, Bedminster, which is literally where my mom lives, so we have to root for him for 1%
0: of
1: okay. it. But just 1%. The rest of it, I think he's going to get some sort of villain edit.
0: Like, I don't know. It also seems like Hayden may get a villain edit. Hayden's the one that people think looks like Josh Grocery Peck. Store Joe. I think he looks yes. like more like Josh Peck than Grocery.
1: Yes, but I yes, see that. I see Grocery I see Store that. Joe as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, he may get some kind of villain edit, which is weird because he has such an angel face. But we'll see. It. We.
1: Wait, why do you think he'll get a villain edit? I feel like, what did he do last night that... Alarmed
0: you so well last night we saw the frickin bombshell trailer. It was really exciting We actually had a ton of commentary on it If you guys want to go to the she's all about YouTube page Jackie, and I provided all um, eight juicy takeaways from the Bachelorette trailer So if you want to hear our commentary about the season trailer definitely go to she's all about YouTube also subscribe while you're there But by, by the way, but in the trailer when Hayden comes on screen, he's sitting at the pole and he's asking two of the guys like, so who do you think you're going to go for, Gabby or Rachel? And that's when the music changes and it's like mm. the creepy, scary music. And it just gave me vibes. I have vibes that he's he's going to stir some stir the pot stir some a pot, little bit. Some
1: pot stirring. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think though, like at what point in this show do you think that they're going to make a hard line that the men have to pick one or the other? Or do you think that's how it's going to go down at all no
0: i think that there's going to be a hard line eventually we we talk about this in the youtube video where we break down the trailer but like gabby and rachel are both sitting with two guys and they make a joke and they're like um maybe we should switch guys and then they all start laughing like they all look at each other like well that's obviously not going to happen so i do think there's going to be a part later in the season i think it's going to be sooner than you think i think it's going to be like episode three I don't know why I think that. But I think it's going to come early where you're going to have to pick a lane. Because you see in the trailer, guys go up to Rachel and they're like, I'm actually here for Gabby. Like, So there are going to be people that... Right. This kind of feels like Pauly D and Vinny double shot at love, though. <laughs> I forgot about that show. That is such a, a reference from
1: my deep, dark past. Um yeah. yeah. Also, I guess a little bit, people are comparing it a lot to Joe Millionaire. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, I guess that kind of is what it is, right? Like any show you ha- where you have two leads, it's going to have
0: the same vibes. But I'm here for it. That trailer definitely set the season up for success. When they were pushing the best friend vibe a little too much, I'm like, all right, we can't get along too well. We need to have some conflict. So I'm glad <laughs> that lots of conflict is underway. Yeah. And I'm excited to meet you back in the recap room next week to break it down a little more.
2: I will
1: say I normally hate Night One, but I but I actually liked this episode. I, this was the first time in a very long time where I was genuinely excited for the show, which is saying a lot.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And you know what? Just, uh, justice for Justin Roby. That's all I'll say.
1: I, I really, like, love the idea of the magician, like, reappearing via magic in, like, three episodes yeah. down the line. he's going to come. He's going to
0: Houdini his way into a group date. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah, he was in two rooms at once, guys. He does have access to real magic, so... <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I'm such a sucker for a magic trick sad but it's okay guys we'll move on um all right thanks for joining us in the recap room on with the rest of the show
0: so we all remember when katie thurston brought a freaking vibrator on the bachelor and i need to know if she got that vibrator from dame products because you guys know how much we love dame products dame products is sex toys for women made by women so you know they are good and one of their bestsellers is Eva, which is the first hands-free vibrator
1: for couples. So it nestles close to the body and stays put with just a finger so that you and your partner can focus on intimacy and it's designed to enhance, not distract from pleasure. Eva is your
0: sex life's new best friend. Not just Eva, there's also Air, it's a suction vibrator from Dame Products. Air is a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. Not only is it perfect for beginners, it's also waterproof and features five intensities and five vibration patterns. so you can Explore whatever tickles your fancy. If you haven't checked out Dame products yet, what are you waiting for? Seriously, you need to get your hands on these sex toys, guys. And Dame offers
1: hassle-free returns too within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Eva or Air or any of the other toys from Dame products. Go to dameproducts.com she's all batch today for 15% off site-wide. You
0: are welcome. All right, guys, we have Evan Bass here. You know him from JoJo's season of The Bachelorette and also Paradise. Evan, thank you for coming on She's All Batch.
3: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: We are so excited. So on JoJo's season, which is like a blast from the past, you feuded with Chad Johnson. That's like kind of how we were introduced to you. But according to Chad, your feud only took place when the cameras were on. What's your side of the story?
3: No, we, we were... We were all, I don't think that's true at all. We were always feuding. Um, That's so funny that he said that. I don't, I, I, I I'm maybe, I may be like misremembering, but it feels like it was pretty constant. Like, just, I mean, that was a whole miserable experience. I hated it. So, the bachelorette, the bachelorette
0: (laughs) or living with Chad?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was part of it. So, it was, that was just a, it was a, a really stressful, like, I just didn't know what was going on. It's so crazy. And everybody was like, you know, Six feet five and personal trainers and like you're just like I'm like, hey, I'm Evan and I don't know what I'm doing here. Like I have no shot with this woman. What's going on? Did you actually think that? Uh, well, like I I tried to be like I you know I think there's a chance, but like it felt like from the beginning Jordan and JoJo like it was it was made for that. Like Mm -hmm. it was definitely like it felt like a uphill battle for sure. So. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was tough having that, you're just constantly insecure, right? Like that's, that part of that process is, uh, to make you or not make you, but it would be, it's easy to become insecure and just be like, like, see all of your flaws and weaknesses and be like, I don't, you know, again, it's, it was, it was tough. And, um, you know, it led me to paradise, which was awesome.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, uh, well, the Chad thing. He what was he saying? Um, there was His a secure- whole thing is like he, well, he he dies on the hill of like he was
1: an actor and he was acting and he was only acting that way towards the or during filming when the cameras were on and then he would turn it off. Was that your experience with Chad? And the security
0: guard? thing. He said that how they were really? yeah, and on our podcast, so there was oh, and sec- the, security the security guard thing too. Guards, yeah. he said because we asked him. You know, people said they felt unsafe and he's like there were security guards and they were only there when the cameras there when the cameras left there weren't security guards
3: uh no there was definitely security guards there all the time
0: oh gosh
2: um, okay
3: no I remember uh it, it was it was a big deal um yeah. I mean I don't you know I'm not sure how far he would have made it had he like you know really tried anything because there's just just a bunch of dudes that would have been like okay you know it would have been you know, 30 against one. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I don't know how necessary the security guard was, but it was certainly, it was certainly, he was there. There right. was one there at least.
0: Did production ever encourage you to stand up to him? Because you, you had a few altercations, like one, when he ripped your shirt, you had a couple of vocal feuds. Did, <laughs> was you Were you ever pushed by production to go after him kind of as like the protagonist to the antagonist
3: there was one part of where we were doing a uh stand-up comedy thing which I thought was funny like it it was supposed to be funny and sort of just like lighthearted, and um you know obviously that's when I got my shirt ripped so it wasn't it wasn't to him and uh uh but no and then production I think they were kind of surprised that I was actually like doing some of that stuff like trying to stand up a little bit and like Again, I was a little bit out of my mind the whole time. Like I was just a little bit like nutty, like wasn't at my best uh, and certainly was not how uh, anyone experiences me uh, then, since or ever. So that was sort of a a unique moment in time where I sort of found uh, some very dark parts of myself that I didn't like.
1: You're saying that, like what made you go on the show then in the first place?
3: Well, I thought it would be like the best way to like, what a cool story to find love on the bachelor. So you were a huge,
1: believer in love.
3: Oh, a hundred Okay. Yeah. Well, I was a, like, I watched it. Like, I I'd watched it. I don't think quite since the beginning, but like for years, it was one of my, my favorite things to do is to watch the bachelor and like, you know, our, our friend groups would talk about it. And, uh, you know, I, I loved, I loved the drama of it, obviously. So yeah. what
0: was your favorite season?
3: That's a great question. A season of the bachelor, bachelorette, veteran whichever, paradise. whichever
0: you watched prior to going on that made you like want to apply
3: prior to going on. So, um, I had a friend that went on this season before, uh, on Caitlin's season, uh, Brady, he didn't last very long. He ended oh, up with, yeah. uh, with, uh, Brit, but I got to like, like I was his friend through all that. So he was like giving me like telling me stuff. And so I really love Caitlin's season she was, you know, like if not the greatest, I mean, yeah. I would, I would say Jojo's the greatest because I'm partial to that, but Caitlin's certainly, you know, up there with the top of them. So I, I really enjoyed that season. And the guys were all, there were some really great guys on that season too.
0: Yeah. That was, that was a really good season. Um, did Brady help you get any contacts to apply?
3: No, no. Really? I, what are the I odds totally... that
0: two friends get on the show though? That's crazy.
3: Dude. I was, I was so funny. Cause I was like, I was like a little bit jealous of Brady. I was like, man, <laughs> like, that'd be so cool. And, and he uh, got
0: Brit. That's like, and
3: he got Brit. And I was like, and we like everyone in, you know, our community in Nashville was like, you know, Nashville was a lot smaller than it is now. Everybody was like Brady. Oh my gosh. Like I would go out with Brady <laughs> and he would get like recognized. And I was like, Whoa, that's amazing. So and awesome. then I got a call. Like, I was like, so I called Brady. I was like, dude, you're never going to believe this. He's like, what? I was like, they called me about going on the bachelorette right? he's like oh yes nobody they call a lot of people and i was, I was like uh, brady he's like that's like,
0: my thing evan
1: two months
3: later exactly two months later i was like brady they're inviting me to go to la he's like what you're kidding i'm like no i was like this is amazing so he was very so supportive you,
1: when you went on you were a believer in the love story of it all are you still a believer in the love story of it all after being on the show now several times
3: absolutely yeah no paradise is uh like Is a perfect place to find love um, if you want to. You know, you, you, you gotta you gotta want to. And obviously the right person has to be there, but it gives you every opportunity to um to you know grow a relationship and uh kind of um you know spend like way more time. Like, you know, usually you go on a date, right? You you date someone, you go on a first date, maybe a few days later you go on a second. You know, you, you, it takes a few months, but you're just combining all this time into one um, into one six week period. And so um, you really do. And there's there's drama, right? Like there's stuff going on. You're like having to work through stuff uh, and there's like these amazing dates. So it's certainly not um, it's different than, um, you know, meeting someone in the real world, uh, in the real world, whatever that is. And uh, but it's but in some ways it's 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 better. Um, you just have to be more careful on the other side of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So after JoJo season, how did they approach you to go to Paradise?
3: Oh, I'll never forget it. I was I was sitting there like feeling bad for myself. I was like, man, I'm gonna look like an idiot on The Bachelor. Like, I mean, I was I was pretty sad. Tore up. Mm-hmm uh, didn't even actually, so I, I didn't really know what paradise was to be honest. Cause I hadn't, I'd only watched like the bachelor, like, uh, the bachelor, that was my favorite cause of all the beautiful women, of course, but the bachelor, uh, I'm sorry, the bachelor, the bachelor was my favorite because of mm-hmm. all the beautiful. Women. Um, but I like, you know, paradise had only had two seasons and I just didn't watch it. So, um, anyway, so I wasn't like expecting anything. I was just like, I was at my son's soccer game. I'll never forget. And I was like sitting there. Um, all of a sudden I see that that LA number come up and I was like, hmm, what's mm-hmm. going on? like, hey, Evan, just wanted to see, just wanted to gauge some interest, see if you were going to go, wanted to do Paradise. And I was like, wait, you want me to go back on TV after that horrible showing, after that disaster? And she was like, yes, of course, you were great. And then I was like, I was not great. Was it I, airing <laughs> yet at this point? Uh, yeah, it was airing. and uh, So you're dude, seeing was, how
0: the whole show is unfolding and you're like, you want me to yeah, come back?
3: I think it was airing. Actually don't quote me on that. Okay. I think, yeah, I, I think it was just starting to air.
2: Okay. Um,
3: and it was, you know, like I, it confirmed I did a really bad job on the bachelor. <laughs> like I was like, Oh gosh, it was terrible. Looking back now it's, uh, I'm not quite as, uh, judgy of myself in that yeah. season. But, uh, at the time I was certainly very, very mad at myself for, for, uh, being how I was.
0: How were you? You were
3: fine. Uh, no, well, no. I'm like internally, like stressed out. Like, I wish oh. I could have enjoyed it. Like oh, okay. I should have like all the other guys were like having fun. And I was just like, How am I huh. gonna look bad? I'm gonna like, <laughs> yeah. what's gonna happen? What crazy thing's gonna happen? Yeah. yeah. Like uh it's so so I wish I could have enjoyed that process more and just been like, whatever. Like I did on paradise. I was like, I'm just I already look terrible on TV. I'm just gonna go for yeah. it. Like screw okay. it. Yeah.
0: So they call you you're surprised what do you say how does it go from there
3: well uh so my mom is like there at the game and like my family's there and I was like uh they just called me to go on bachelor in paradise and they're like you're not gonna do that and I was like why not (laughs) well maybe I will you're right I won't do that so it actually like it took me like a couple people called me and I kind of was I was pretty actually hesitant um at first but like like an adventure I'm so I'm such a sucker for a grand adventure. And I was like, <laughs> maybe this would be cool. And uh and so of course I ended up saying yes.
0: To the uh would you be willing to disclose what they paid you?
3: I don't I have no idea. I can even
0: Well, I can throw some numbers out because we ask everyone this.
3: Well, here's what I'll say is I remember that I, you know, I think you like some people negotiate the mm-hmm. contract or whatever. Oh, yeah, people, they do. I felt like that was like I was like, why would I negotiate a contract to find love? Like, I am not. I just you're so like, sure. Really, like, why would I do that? Like, I was like, I don't what? care what it is. You don't have to pay me. I don't, I don't know care, for but, more money. Um,
1: <laughs> well, so no, you just like, like money's always good, even if you're going for love.
3: It it, no, it hurt. felt it it felt uh it didn't feel congruent. I was like, if I'm really going for love, then why would money matter? Like it it shouldn't matter. Like that's just how I thought. I don't know. I, I still think that way. I'm like, who cares? Like
0: and then you ended up being one of the biggest stars from that season and got engaged. So they definitely made out <laughs> on you. I'm,
3: I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I loved it though. It was great.
0: So I, you got engaged to Carly. How was it watching the season back? I do remember one thing. So we, we as viewers don't know you get engaged at the time and, right. but like we watched Carly, you know, have her, issues with dating you at first and i remember you tweeted her and you wrote like screw you carly i were you trying to make it not obvious that you guys end up together yeah
3: it was was, it's it was so fun messing with people on twitter like it's that is so much fun uh that was a big part of it uh i mean definitely like it hurt like it was not like like seeing some of that stuff was like like because i didn't like she said she said some stuff but it wasn't like um you know well, I when you when you're seeing it, watching it with your family, and you're just like, oh ouch, like that it hurt. But <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, again, we got through it, obviously. Right. So
0: <laughs> But like so so she warned you about it though prior, mm-hmm.
3: but mm-hmm. it just not no, she, she, she actually she actually told me in Paradise, like, hey, like yeah, like I said some things um about you, like I'm really sorry, I didn't, you know, like I just didn't know you. And so like I I again I'm like oh yeah no big deal you're with me now who cares in, in the moment and I didn't even think about like hey what did you say or any of that stuff and, uh, right. and then when I saw it it was just like whoa oh my gosh That's, ouch
1: yeah who did did you go to the beach anticipating wanting to meet Carly or who did you have your eye on at first
3: um no it was Amanda all the way you know she was okay uh you know single mom single dad that was on paper uh what you know what I had that was the dream of course, and. Uh, and um, you know that didn't work out, but uh, yeah, no, there it was really Amanda and uh, I think that's about it. Like um, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't like looking or like DMing or doing any of that stuff, mostly because people probably would not answer my DMs at that point. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you, um, bringing up Amanda. You- there was a time where you interrupted Amanda and Josh's kiss and it was kind of awkward. And then you gave Amanda a handwritten date card. Were you encouraged to do that? by production? No uh-uh. no way. I don't believe you.
3: I swear <laughs> to God. I'm so proud of this. It was my man idea. is so, so pure. <laughs> so, really I, so Carly just broken up with me. I was like, I literally went up to the producers and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going home like I have to do something like I have to go out with a bang. Like I have to go and just like, I'm sad that I, uh, let a man play. Like I kind of like let Amanda go. And, you know, she was with all the popular guys, of course. And, uh, so I was like, I'm, you know, I sort of disqualified myself once I started with some of those guys. And, um, I was like, you know what, you only live once. And I was like, guys, I got to do this. Like, uh, like, can, can you help me out? So I asked them for help, but I wanted to do it. And then, um, like I could have interrupted them. Like, well, they, they made out on that beach pretty much the entire time mm. truly. Uh, but I was sort of excited to do it right in that moment. Cause I was just like, this is going to be crazy and awkward. And like, Oh, like,
0: but were you excited because you thought it was actually going to work or were you excited to have like a cool moment on the show?
3: Um, well, I didn't like, I didn't think Josh was good for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I felt like we were a better match and, uh, and, uh, so I, it was sort of both, you know, You're that exil that exhilarating feeling, but I definitely, like, I, I thought maybe, um, maybe I had a chance. Like, I was like, you just never know. Like, cause again, in paradise, it's like stuff changes so quickly. Like it's, it's not like that felt too far out of the realm of possibility, right? Like it felt like it could be, um, it could be, it, it, you know, stuff changes every week. There's somebody new with somebody new. And so it, it, it didn't feel super crazy as much as it looked on TV, for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So when you said you asked producers for help, what did they help you with?
3: Like set up the date, like uh, the set up the-, the uh, <clears throat> Come to the tree what, house. Look, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> they set up the, uh, like they obviously they cooked the lobster. Um, <laughs> like I did not cook the lobster.
1: You didn't? And, um, <laughs> I thought
0: you were pure. <laughs>
3: No, um, (laughs) I think, uh, no, I didn't, you know, I think there was a cheese plate or something, but no, they helped, they they set that kind of stuff up. But what
0: is the point of cooking lobster and setting up cheese plates? Like you guys didn't sit down and eat lobster and cheese.
3: But that was the goal. Like that was, that was what was supposed to happen. You know, like we were going to have a lot. She was going to say, yes, Evan, you are, in fact, the love of my life. And Josh (laughs) is not, even though I'm in a committed (laughs) relationship with him and let's have dinner. So obviously the absurdity of that is it's beautiful because it's paradise. It's just, it's a parody anyway. So it's kind of funny.
1: At what point of you being there, did you decide like, Carly, we're getting engaged? Like, this is my person for sure. We,
3: we had a, um, a date in a sweat lodge, uh, and, um, like it was like in that moment where I was like, you know, like, I'm, I'm like a pretty like quirky, weird guy. Like, I'm just like, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, certainly compared to most of the the personal trainers on that show. And so I felt like, like I had a lot of, um, you know, stuff that was different. And so we went in the sweat lodge and I was just like, you know, we sort of released all of the weird, awkward past we had. And, um, like I was able to really feel like she would accept me and accept all of me. Like that was a big deal. Like all, you know, like, and I accepted her. And so in like, when I came out of that, I was like, I think I'm like, I think this can work. Like, this is amazing. So, um, and I I forget it was, it was close to that, that, that was a pivotal point in our relationship.
0: So you got married on TV. How did the televised wedding come about? Does ABC call you and pitch you some big package? Like, how does it work?
3: Yeah. you, You know, we just have, you have these conversations with producers when you're, when stuff's, um, you know, just, you just become friends with them. Right. And so, um, you know, I think it was not not a pressure thing at all. It was like, you know, you guys thinking about getting married, and um, you know, Carly really wanted to get married quick, and like she wanted to get married within the year. And I was like, yeah, I think we're doing that. Would like that be cool? And she's like, and Carly really want, you know, like the idea of not having to like plan a whole wedding. And uh, I was like, that's great for me too. So I mean, there's still planning involved, but like so much of it is is done for you. So it was more of a conversational thing. And um, you know, they were kind of like, yeah, we don't know if we're going to do weddings anymore, and um but you know we really love you guys so I think we'll do it and so um it all, it all kind of worked out and then of course it went crazy you know like a week before we were supposed to go down to get married what was is it? when they shut they shut down oh, production remember okay and there's that whole like Corinne and Demario situation mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we were like Like this is our wedding.
0: I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how does that affect you though? Because didn't you have like family flying in?
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone. I mean, there was a ton of people flying in. And um wow. It was like I remember I got a text from some someone who was, oh, it was uh like our, our phones started blowing up, like our other bachelor friends started hearing about the shutdown. They're like, did you hear what happened? I'm like, no, no, no. And all of a sudden my phone rings. It's one of the producers are like, Hey, so not sure what's going on, but just want you to know we have paused production
2: oh and I'm not God, really, no. sh-
3: not, not exactly sure how this affects the wedding yet. And it was like, I think it was a week or 10 days before the oh wedding. And, so, and we were, in like Carly. A- <laughs> we were somewhere. Oh, it was bad. It was really like freaking out. And then, uh, two days later they were like, you know what, um, you guys, you don't have to do the wedding. We can cancel it or we want to stay committed to you guys and, and you know, go through with it. And, um, and I thought that was pretty cool because I think it would have been really easy just to be like, hey, you guys just, you know, sorry, we're dealing with this huge crisis. Like we have to like, you know, but they were like, we just want to, you know, honor the fact that you guys are getting married. And um, and so, and they're like, and we'd still like to film it. probably, you know, I don't know if what's going to happen, but maybe it'll be a special or maybe we'll just do, you know, maybe it'll just be for you guys. And so we are like, okay, that sounds good, so yeah.
1: Does ABC pay for the wedding when you do it through them?
3: Um, yeah. Like the the hotel, you know, the, it's all on that same um, property that people stay at and stuff like that. So there's um, I think there's like some trade-off and stuff that they do. Okay.
2: Is
0: there a reception though? Because we just see the ceremony.
3: There was a reception. But yeah, Do they pay yeah. for
0: the, the reception?
3: Yeah. It's like, it was, you know, right next to the ceremony. Um, it was, you know, it was the the same hotel, right? So they were doing everything, but yeah, they uh they covered all of it.
0: I mean, that's, that's kind of cool.
3: awesome. Do you, yeah. guess, did oh, you get? Did you get? You got
0: paid for it on top of it. Don't say that you didn't.
3: I don't think so. I don't.
0: You did it for love. He loves
2: to do of things course. for love.
0: Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, because I'm just, I just had my sister's wedding, so I'm very curious. Like, because. I know that in the ceremony portion, you had people sitting there like in bathing suits from paradise, probably people you didn't know or necessarily care about. Right. Didn't you No, the
3: Because inviting- everything was shut down.
0: Yeah. But when you eventually got married, didn't they, they had like the uh-uh. cast members come and sit Nope. Like, or it was all people that everyone that was sitting there in the ceremony you knew about and you invited.
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jubilee didn't make it though, because she, uh, she lost her passport or something. I'm still, still salty about that.
2: Did you ever have something No, actually a bunch of
3: my, a a bunch of my friends, um, ignoring that question. uh, A bunch of my friends. Because I saw it in the
0: trailer and it never aired on TV. And I actually.
3: The greatest, I I still send that picture, uh, to people. I'm like, that's so fun. But (laughs) you uh, you
0: hooked up with Jubilee. before No,
3: no, no, Uh -uh. no, we Mm. were friends. We were friends.
0: I'm gonna put Um, this in, and I'm gonna put like the clip of you guys (laughs) in bed together. That's from the trailer.
3: That was such a funny, just absolute disaster of a night. It was so amazing. We were trying to hide from cameras. Hide what? uh, Huh? Just like in general, Mm. like (laughs) not not because we were doing anything. Oh, okay. But uh, it was it was hysterical.
0: So you got married on the show. Unfortunately, things didn't work out, and we're sorry about that. Um. Where do you stand with Carly today?
3: Uh, we're co-parents, you know, like, you know, there's a season that's, you know, you have to go through um, definitely a season of just doing that and not like trying to be friends or anything like that. You just got to like, you know, figure out what life is like as a single person and, um, and how to work out the the kids and all that stuff. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very chill. There's not, not like anything crazy going on or anything like that. So that's nice.
1: How, Did you get how, to keep the ring from Paradise? Yeah, Carly I know. Kept you the have, ring. Okay, because I know you have yeah. to stay together a certain amount of time, right? And then you get
3: to we keep hit it. it. We and hit you guys in time. Okay,
0: yeah.
3: and then you're like, "Out!" I can get the no, ring. No, <laughs> we lasted. We lasted long, way longer than the two years, or whatever. But um, we, uh, but yeah, no, Carly has it, and uh, I think she might give it to Bella one day, which I think would be really Aww. sweet. Oh, that's I know. sweet. That'd that's really
0: awesome. cute. And your son's name is Charlie, right? Chuck Bass. Pass. my son's charlie
3: <laughs> oh so i was I love when i
0: saw that i was like oh that's cute so are you dating now that you're a single dad
3: um i have but not um but like i don't know like it's sort of a weird limbo of life like i don't like i'm still trying to like heal in a lot of ways so um i'm not sure how ready i am to like do that like i, I really want to make sure like i'm I, I don't have time to like date for fun, like in terms of like, Oh, I'm just going to go and, you know, go to Coachella and do that thing or whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, try to like, I can't do that. Like, there's just not who I am and, and I don't have time for it. So, um, I think I'm just being really cautious about like moving forward on stuff and making sure, um, like I'm protecting my heart and, you know, a, a girl's heart too. That's important. So,
0: yeah. You don't think there would be any future of, uh, no. reconciling do you want to get married again?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't want to, um, yeah, I don't know when that will be, but I would love to be married forever. Like that would is you, my goal. Um, would you ever go back on TV?
1: Would you ever go back on TV to find love?
3: <sighs> I go back and forth. I don't know. Like
1: please. But you're I a would, believer I, in the love.
3: I know I <laughs> would love to, I would absolutely love to. I just, um, you know like time away from kids is yeah um hard although my older boys are like leaving the house now and like you know mm. they're they're doing their own thing but um you know the time that I have with my babies is so special so oh. I think it would be really um it would be tough to leave them uh, so I'd have to work that out somehow uh, maybe they could come with and um yeah. you know like on paradise I uh, remember Joe and Kendall babysat Bella, Oh so yeah. Maybe, they would work out something like that where, you know,
1: or if you were the bachelor, they could film like (laughs) in your hometown. So like Emily Maynard, still see your kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
3: There is no chance in hell that they would want. I don't think that's true
1: necessarily. I think you could be.
3: I mean, there's gotta be some like bachelors, like typically are not like me at all. Like there's not, I mean, they're like totally different. Like that's a type of person. Like they are all very similar. You like were
0: on the show and I'm sorry, but you posted like a total thirst trap the other day. You've gone through this like total transformation. You. You're <laughs> that super That was my first hot. ever. Oh, oh my God. You. Like, so what, tell us about this transformation. Like what, how did this all come about?
3: Um, I've, been out, I've been working out for a, a long time actually, but, um, but like I had never like been consistent with it. And so I really like, uh, like when, when everything's kind of, when everything's like going wrong, it felt like just failure was all around me. Like I just like, was really, uh, like I couldn't get, couldn't find a win. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to commit to like getting healthy physically. Cause I know I can control that. I know I can find some progress there. And I hate, like, I don't like diet culture. Like I don't want to diet, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to diet, but like, I want to find what's healthy for me and like what, uh, and then I want to like get a six pack because I've never had one before. And nice. cause I love pasta. So I just, it became one of those things where I was <laughs> like using it to, I know pasta and wine are like, I, they're my love language. The best so things. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to keep this little thing I got going on forever, but um, I definitely um, like, I can't get stay away from, from bread too. But, uh, but I definitely like, it was something I just wanted to accomplish. And I just, I needed a win that felt good. And, uh, and it still feels good. Like I feel amazing. Like it's so much so great. And it's not like I'm starving myself or like, you know, doing some, uh, you know, taking something that's making me, you know, pee a lot every day or whatever, whatever the laxatives (laughs) stuff, it's just all healthy eating and, um, and going to the gym, you know, three or four, five times a week and and doing that. So it's been fun. It's been really fun.
1: You just got to keep it up till they make you the bachelor. And then you can. That
3: is so ridiculous. That is. But so I
1: really bad. think you, You now you have the six packs. You can do it now. <laughs> yeah, you can do it.
3: I don't even think, I I think I've aged out of paradise too. Like, has there any been anyone like. Over... How old are you? Take a guess. <laughs>
2: 32.
3: <laughs> right, That was the right answer. There was, uh,
2: Kenny
1: was 40 in the oh, last season. So. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm 39 on the customer. Okay. Of 40. Perfect. So you yeah. wouldn't
1: that's even have fine. been the oldest was,
0: person. Yeah. Nick was Nick's like, he was like 38 now. when he was the bachelor. Right. Yeah. yeah you're oh, fine. Yeah,
2: that's right. Ari. Sorry. Right. Yeah.
3: Oh, ar-
0: yeah. Wait, um, a different question. Paradise is airing right now. They didn't contact you to see if you'd come down this summer. I mean, yes, they did. Look at the mm, face. Yes, look, look at the face. Yes.
3: Uh, like one person did, but Who? I don't want to talk about it.
1: You're like the main, <laughs> the executive producer. Yeah, my place. <laughs> <A one person. laughs> so they wanted Gale. you to come down
0: to paradise this summer to uh, find life. And you said no, because you're not healed uh, yet.
3: No, I w- was never officially invited uh, or, uh, or like officially contacted. Like I never went through the, that process. So, um, uh, so no, <laughs> <He's> I,
2: looking-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute just because you didn't like sign an official contract doesn't mean you weren't invited they wasn't expecting
0: that question so the face Uh, he's like
3: (laughs) i no i'm not there's nothing there's nothing they didn't they didn't invite me i i never was like no um and the just the timing was not would not have would not have worked anyway so
0: you would have been there now
3: I know, I know, it'd be crazy, but perfect I don't know. Time like what what's off. gonna what what could possibly be my storyline though? Like, really, because like the most perfect
1: storyline. Are you? that literally got. I already have the best storyline. Show right? No, but now you're coming back to do it again. I don't know. It could be great.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't happily ever know.
0: after. Ever after there's and, yeah. that's oh, the promo it, for when he's the bachelor that I know I mean tagline. I write like taglines so I would write I would that's write beautiful I love
3: that okay I just yeah I don't I don't like I don't know that also that there would be like great matches for me on there like yeah, my life is with so you, there
1: the, I mean these girls like mm, those no. just like, there, there's a lot of young people at skews
2: very too young these days they're too. so young
3: I need someone who's like got some real life experience and they're most most people that go on the bachelor are like you know they're not they're looking to yeah. get life experience. Not I've lived like four people's lives in my years. And so that takes, yeah, it takes a certain amount of maturity to be able to handle not just me, but my chill, you know, all the, all the different things I have going on in my life. So it'd be, it, yeah, I'd, I'd, it'd be tough. It'd be really tough.
0: Is Jubilee it's single? I, oh my God.
3: <laughs> I think she is. Yeah.
0: Oh.
3: I, I love Jubilee. I can't, Why don't you
0: awesome. guys go back together? Okay. Yeah, that would be good.
3: Uh, yeah. Great. Um, Wow, you guys, look at you guys matchmaking with you. Oh.
1: <laughs> I love it. A lot of people we have talked to though, have said like, Oh, I've had conversations about being the lead and it never panned out. Or like I signed a contract and a bunch of other people signed a contract and they went with someone else. Have they ever actually talked to you about considering being the leader said anything to you to indicate they wanted you to do that at some point?
3: No, no.
0: because you know who they did your BFF they told chad that he was going to be the the bachelor i don't know if that one was a
3: genuine tell
1: to him though i believe that they told him that but like i believe that they ever actually gonna make him that right no i think they were
0: just using it to fuck with him yeah
1: Yeah.
3: i don't know i had like i had a very different experience with like producers than i hear from other people so i don't like what though yeah
0: what do you mean well
3: there's always these horror stories and i'm like
0: yeah that's what our podcast (laughs) is about
3: I feel like most yeah, of like my horror stories were like self-inflicted.
1: Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it Wasn't like anyone was trying like out to get me. Uh, and, and maybe I just wasn't smart enough to see that or something, but that mm-hmm. uh, wasn't, it certainly wasn't like, you know, forcing anything or like trying to do stuff. Like it was a very, it was very fun. Like, uh, like a very different, like on paradise, especially. Um, and again, most of it was me just being like, scared of like every shadow that moved like are they gonna make me look bad are they gonna like you know
0: do you feel like your confidence has changed now now though like post show and like post this you've like worked on yourself and you feel healthy like do you feel better than you used to Mm -hmm. feel uh
3: I think right now I'm just trying to like like maintain um like trying to be like normal and get peace so I don't know that like like I don't, when you go through a divorce, like you can't really like grow, like you don't grow. You're just trying to keep it together and not lose too much because it's, it's a deep loss. You're losing a part of yourself. And, uh, and so I don't feel like, like I've done a ton of therapy, but like, um, it's, I, I don't know that it's, it's just been to, to, to make it. And so, um, I, the confidence, like, I, I, like I have, I, I believe in myself that like, no matter what happens, it's like. Like I will figure out, I will find a way to be okay. And so um, that that's a new confidence for sure. Like, you know what? I've made it through so much and I can make it, I can make it through stuff. So uh, I think that is there and um, probably different than it used to be.
0: So happy that you're like on your journey to find peace and, and we're rooting for you and hope that you get there every single day, get one step closer. And I know that it's, it's hard, but we're happy to see you. Doing well and smiling. Thank and, you. And I hope we weren't too hard on you with the non-fluff questions.
3: <laughs> no, it's fine. It mm-hmm. was great.
0: Um, we'll tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to follow you on social and everything.
3: Um let's see what my Instagram is uh <laughs> I just started going back on there. It's uh the bass t-h-e-e-b-a-s-s. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much
0: the bass. Okay. V bass. Cool. We'll give Evan a follow. And you you took a hiatus on social?
3: Uh, yeah. Long time. It's fantastic.
0: Was it because of everything?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it's really weird coming back. So I'm like, I don't know how to use half these buttons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like everything's so different now. And I'm like accidentally sending stuff that I'm like, oops, that didn't mean to do that. So yeah, it's a whole new world.
0: Yeah. I was excited when you, when you wrote me back, um, because we had like talked like a month ago and you're like, not right now in a few weeks. And I'm like, okay. And then, I was, ha- I was excited to hear from you. So, um, yeah, we're excited that we were able to chat. Thank you for putting up with yeah, our questions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll um, keep rooting for you and hope that we'll see you as Bachelor next Oh, episode. my
3: God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. We're manifesting
1: it. We, yeah, we, we do, do a lot manifesting manifesting. of Dude,
3: that is, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate I'm this. I'm sure,
1: sentiment. obviously, like, Stephanie's going to make TikToks to promote this. And I'm sure people in the comments will be, like, sounding oh, yeah. off. With once that we throw it trap. out there of like evan as bachelor people be like oh my god yeah amazing storyline amazing guy i'm telling where you where is that thirst
0: trap was it on the story because now i can't find it i want to make yeah. it my phone background
3: oh yeah, my it, <laughs> it was on the story that was really fun though because i've never like posted a picture like that i was like like i'm just gonna post a picture with my shirt off for the can first you put time. it
0: on the feed like come on
3: sure yeah okay. i'll put it on the feed all right yeah. thank you
0: <laughs> and that's our show thank you guys so much for listening if you like what you hear be sure to rate us five stars on apple podcast or spotify or wherever you're listening write us a nice review and go to podcastawards.com and nominate us for those podcast awards yes please be a good listener and a If
1: we're so excited that we're even like considered for some of these awards so it would mean the world to us if you guys go to www.podcastawards.com create an account uh, and you can nominate us for People's Choice Podcast, Best Female Hosted, and Best Film and TV Podcast. Also join our Facebook group if you guys are loving the show and want to talk with other like-minded people that also love the show. We talk about a lot of Bachelor News in real time in that Facebook group. It's just a nice little community of people that love the show. And so definitely check that out. The link to that will be in the episode description.
0: Also, FOTS Fest. Last time
2: before <laughs> last, go. Call the last, last call for
1: the FOTS Fest.
0: Last call for the FOTS. July 16th, 2 p.m., Be there or be square. You better be one of them biatches. If not, It's cool because we're gonna be doing a ton of content, going to be putting it on our YouTube channel for you guys to watch and enjoy. Speaking of YouTube, go to YouTube and type in She's All Batch and hit that subscribe button because you love us and we will appreciate you forever. Thank you to our sponsors. We have betterhelp.com slash allbatch. You can get 10% off your first month of therapy services. Go to apostrophe.com slash she's allbatch for $15 off your first visit. And you can go to dameproducts.com slash she's allbatch for 15% off site-wide.
1: make sure you follow us follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore on all platforms follow Stephanie at she's all batch on all platforms and I think
0: that's it right guys yes that's it just a just a short little episode we got here (laughs) that's it (gasps) bye bitches